0: Uh, welcome. Uh, hey, thanks for coming on to what we're affectionately calling Step to the Line. Kind of a cool name Ricky came up with uh, when I brought the show to him. And, uh, and we're here with uh, a legend in our sport, Steve Mako from uh, Mako Wrestling Academy, an American top team. If you don't know, four-time prep state champ, four-time national prep champ, also a three-time junior judo champ. Beast of the East champ twice, two-time NCAA champ at two different powerhouses, Iowa and Oak State. Uh, Dan Hodge trophy winner, which is the best college wrestler in wrestling when you get that, and uh, one of our own USA Olympians. So welcome, Mr. Maka, I appreciate you coming on with us. And uh, how are you today? I'm sure you're being affected, but I hope the family and everybody's doing well.
1: Oh, we're doing great. Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely, man. Uh, uh, just uh, just seeing everybody in the sport and kind of bringing, uh, bringing everybody to uh, to light has been fun for me. So um, I know, uh, Ricky, pretty cool having Steve Mako on here. Oh, man. It's like I'm a <laughs> – i am I told you it's like Christmas morning for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, one thing I know, um, the, we got uh, – we just received um, word that uh, some wrestler named Spencer Lee may be coming on next week. So. <laughs> Uh, he's a pretty good wrestler too right <laughs> yeah he's all right he's okay <laughs> well Steve talk about Mako Wrestling Academy and uh and American Top Team and and what you're doing down there for uh, obviously uh, you have a youth program and you train all the way up through adults and you actually have uh pro guys that that you train uh so talk about your programs down there
1: yeah we we uh we have a full MMA team, you know, like a lot of pro fighters, most of the uh, organizations. Um, we have a bunch of amateur teams. We have a gym for just memberships, training, like different skills, you know. And then we started a wrestling club there a few years back. It's been a lot of fun, you know, like being able to get back into sport wrestling and, and working with kids and kids in the area and stuff.
0: And that can't hurt building the foundation of your pro team because these kids learning to wrestle, then come up and transition after school. It's got to be great to, to kind of breed people,
2: huh?
1: Yeah, man. It's 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 really it's really uh, cool when you see the the kids start to you know as they get older now they start to come back home and some of them will come in and work out with the pro guys, especially college or older than college age kids will come back and, and and train with some of our guys. You know, we we haven't had a club kid yet uh, start fighting. Um, you know, I'm sure we will eventually. Just most of the we 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 only started the club like four or five years ago, so most of them are still either in college or that age. You know. Well, what about what about Sal Guerriero? Was he was he Sal, one of the- has, Sal has, but but I mean, he he works the club. He's a he's a coach. But oh, okay. When he was in school, when he was like a senior, uh, you know, he wrestled Lugo right in the in the finals. Yeah, yeah, it was a one yeah. point match. Yep. We we hadn't started the club yet. I mean, I knew okay. Sal then watching him wrestle him real close with his family yeah uh, yeah but we uh we I was still kind of training and, and we we didn't pull the trigger on it yet
0: gotcha gotcha wow so um I mean I guess let's talk wrestling right I mean uh, I was um I'd love to hear you talk about that uh, that Iowa story where I heard you tell it on uh, on uh, on another show and and I just I'd love for you to bring that to our room and talk about that day. That that seemed like it was <laughs> pretty fun.
1: Uh which one?
0: Were the the suspension at Michigan State?
1: The two two different. Well, I guess they're kind of related the stories, but there there are two different ones. They're like the suspension. Uh, is when I kicked the kid, right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that was at Michigan State. I'm thinking of uh, NCA's. That was that was later on. No, yeah, that was Michigan State. Yeah, I, I I I uh I was wrestling a kid there in Michigan State. Uh re- real nice guy. We 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 um you know, we 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 were down 5 team points in the match. Uh we gave up a couple falls in the match. I know uh a couple guys on our team got pinned that were favorites, but we were down. We we weren't we weren't supposed to lose to Michigan State. We were, I think we were ranked kind of ahead of them. But uh but we, we – uh, so I, I, I wrestle the kid. I get the kid on his back after trying to put him on his back for a long – you know, the whole match, you know, pretty much threw the kitchen sink at the kid trying to pin you know? <laughs> uh, And I didn't pin him. But he was flat, but the, the referee didn't call it, man. The, the, the guy that you guys need to talk to is that referee. <laughs> you
2: know,
1: I'd like to know, like, where he's at now. Get his name. We will get him. We will get him. Yeah. But but he didn't he didn't he didn't call the fall you know and then, how about
0: having him and you on together
1: <laughs> yeah that'd be good <laughs> yeah well, that, I think you said you were you like you guys know 22. you guys know how long ago that match was
3: you know was what year a, it was two thousand and three maybe two
2: two thousand two okay Man, yeah was a long, a long time, time ago. ago.
1: Wow, eighteen years, it's, Steve. It's crazy because like every time Flo puts it up there, it feels like it just happened, you know? Right. I don't exactly. know where they found the, the video for that, you know, like but and they, that, they, guy, they got it.
3: that guy was stuck like Chuck, man. He was flatter than a board.
1: I mean, I I tell people that I'll I'll say I'll say that all the time. No, he I was guess his perspective and everything else. But it was um, bedlam after that, right after they didn't call the fall, and I kicked the kid, and then. Uh, so he, so, he, so he, what
3: happened? They didn't call the fall. You the the whistle blows. You win the match. What happened? You just like kind of just lost your shit and just said screw it and you <laughs> booted him in the ass. What happened? Did you saw the
1: video? <laughs> of course I did. I'm, yeah. This is for the people uh, that haven't. <laughs> yeah, um, the kid, I. I I mean, like all the ins and outs of it are. are uh, when I said that too on the on the on the flow interview, um, <laughs> I was saying that from memory. You know what I mean? Like, I was, yeah. like that interview that they got me talking. That's me at American Top Team at like eleven thirty at night. I mean, we did like a four hour interview. <laughs> yeah, the whole night, the whole you know? thing is turned off. The lights are dark. Yeah, and then and then they then they found up all the video. But I mean, like just out of memory, almost like fifteen years later, was pretty. Wow. I was good. I was good with it, you know, uh, but but no, then I, the, the kid that we, we, you know, like obviously were like yelling at each other and stuff. And then I, I did boot the kid and then the whole place went crazy. You know, they were throwing <laughs> stuff. And, and,
0: and You said your coach came in. He was like full of blood and you were like, you're like, like, yo, that's blood. it. Let's go back out there.
1: <laughs> I, I really thought that like we, we like because we were waving in the hallway, the whole team, you know, I'm sure they were going to do like a police escort to our van, you know. Oh my god. Uh, but but uh we really were like what's going on? It, it, it cuz like the the way the crowd erupted and stuff, but but it was our own guy that hit the coach, you know. Uh, <laughs> wow. Our, our own guy uh, kind of like shrugged away and it kind of caught the coach the right way and he, and he cut his chin. No. Uh, I
0: I got a question. So when you see when you when you when you would watch Kane Velasquez kill people in the in the octagon, would you go Man, I pinned his ass at Fargo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, no, but Kane's tough. Kane was very <laughs> tough. In college, too. Man, we had some really close matches in college. He was a JUCO national champ first, wasn't he? Yep, he's a JUCO national champ. Um, he uh, he wrestled for Arizona State after yeah, JUCO. Yeah, uh, And he was, I think he took third in the NCAAs. See, that's.
3: That's the thing, Dan. You know, we've spoke before about different levels. You know, D1, two, three, NAIA, uh, JUCO. You know, college wrestling. Although, yeah, D1 is is the toughest. Obviously, you've got the 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 top blue chippers around. But any level of college wrestling. Tell me if you agree with this, Steve. Any college wrestling is tough, man. It, it just is. And just because you're JUCO or NAIA doesn't mean you're not at that level of maybe a D1 guy. There's a lot of guys that go NAIA or or Division three or, or JUCO for reasons. There's reasons that they're there. Maybe they didn't have the grades to get into Arizona State or where, where they wanted to go. So they started a lower level. And uh, I don't know if that's what Kane's deal was, why he started there. But, you know, look, he won a JUCO National Championship. He came back, took third in the big show. So
0: I mean or he hasn't he hasn't had a he hasn't had a bad career.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we no. talk about it all the time, Ricky. We we talk about it all the time at the gym. Like the so guys like a D two champ or a D three champ or even Juco, whatever you know, like whatever it is, like they're going through the same things as a D one sure. champ. Like yeah. their body's taking the same mileage. Um, they're getting into the same scrambles, the same hard matches. The 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 only difference really is I guess uh the room. Not as many people maybe follow it, right? It's not as, as not as glorified, so it makes it that much, you know. Like as far as a, a guy coming into MMA, for me, it like, I mean, obviously, it's it's great when you have a big, huge name come over and and and, and a superstar that way. But like a D two champ or or a JUCO champ, like they they kind of had the same experiences, right? They just did it because they really wanted to do it. You know, they really were motivated to do it. So I mean, it's it's, yep. it's impressive for me. What, yeah, it, and uh,
2: and
0: I may I may be. Incorrect about this, but I remember reading a story about one of the greatest. And you guys would have to correct me. I, I think he was in California or something, and he he didn't do anything in college or, or high school, and then and then his last year, he he got to the state qualifier, and then he went on to college and won multiple NCAA's or something. And I I can't remember the story I saw. I don't know
3: who that I don't know who that is uh, I'd have
0: to look it up but I, I was reading about that and they were like man in in, in high school he struggled and then uh, his senior year he kind of turned it up a little bit and had had a good run there and then he got put in a good position I mean coaching matters you get you get around the right coach that can that can work you the right direction in any sport um, and you can really excel and I guess he excelled so and it's great and I was talking about this yesterday um Steve there's you know you talk to people from like the states of Ohio and Pennsylvania and New Jersey. And they're like, I started at four years old. And you, you talk to a lot of uh, guys that have had similar success out of like Florida. And they're like, I didn't start till seventh grade. They pulled me out of the hallway. Um, do, do you think it matters where you start? Or do you think it matters how you, uh, your work ethic and, and how you're coached and who you're around?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think you, there's a lot of different, paths to, to having success, right, um, especially, especially in wrestling and, and um, probably more so wrestling than a lot of other sports, right, there's a lot of different paths to having success, you could find success through, through a lot of different styles, you know, like you could see it a, a lot, you just have to find what works for you, and that could take time, you know, so uh, I don't think it matters all too much when you start, um, I think it's important to to, to figure out, what's gonna build up you know build on your on your positives, right? you know, learn how to succeed and and uh, that could take time. You know, that could take time. You see it with a lot of wrestlers who start real young and 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 they 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 maybe struggle and then they, they find the right the right fit for them and the right style for them and they all of a sudden something clicks and then they, they start having a tremendous amount of success. That's
2: awesome. Uh, what, what and, and does... you see
1: other guys, right? They start they start later on and 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 they have I, yeah. I, I don't think it matters you know I think it it matters that, it, it matters mentally when you really ready to 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 figure it out you know to figure out how you could succeed you know
0: yeah what uh, what has wrestling meant to you
1: i mean for me it's kind of it's 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 been it's been pretty much my 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 life you know i, I started at a young age um, i trained for a long time uh, you know uh Later on, I started coaching. Uh, now, I mean, pretty much it's what I do. I Like, it started out as something I spent a lot of time doing. Um, and then all all of a sudden, like, years down the road, like, it goes quick. Like, that that match, man, that match. 2002 feels like it was just yesterday every time I see that video. But, I mean, like, after a while, it just starts becoming something that you do, something that you're a part of, and, and then and you wind up identifying with it. And
0: that's uh, it's amazing. And that's what... uh. And I tell my son and I try to, I want kids to see that you can be very successful being a wrestler and it it kind of gives you a a hell of a foundation. And I I know um, I've got a question, what was it like, um, and I'm sorry, Ricky, if you want to talk, just tell me to shut up. (laughs) I'll jump in, don't worry about it. But what was it like going from like the heartlands of the Midwest and wrestling for an Iowa to go into like the down home south, Southern of Oklahoma State. Um, Talk about the difference of, I mean, obviously, two legendary programs and you had the the blessing to be able to wrestle for both.
1: Uh, Yeah, they're both great programs, you know, like. um, Was the culture similar at both? The only difference I would say was Iowa um, is is like pure Midwest. Sure. And Oklahoma State has like a little bit of a southern undertow to their just general culture, right? Right. The wrestling culture was 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 uh, extremely similar, like way more similar than than anybody really talks about. Like they both train hard. They both want to win. They both, you know, do the extra things that that put them in a position to win. You know, like it's it's but, but I would say generally just like people walking around the street and, and, and just normal life. There is a bit of a southern culture to Oklahoma that, that Iowa. Didn't have and Iowa has more of a Midwest culture, which is its own kind of thing, which is kind of cool too, you know. Right.
0: So, so when you're walking into like Iowa as far as the fans, is it like walking into the old vet in Philadelphia?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Iowa fans like their their fans are are uh, man, they 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 love wrestling. You know, they're they're really into it, and uh, there's not much else going on out there, and they 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 definitely are passionate about it. Yeah, They'll let I've you heard, know too if you're on the other side of the corner. Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I have heard from a few people uh, that when you when you wrestle for the University of Iowa and, and you're in the starting lineup and, and you're a known name at that point, you're you're actually a household name in the state of Iowa. That when you guys are out and about, you're almost treated like like super like movie stars. Like people like run up to you, ask you for your autograph. Is that the case? Was that true? Did that happen a lot?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think that the people are real, really uh, into sports there. You know, they don't really have a pro team. Right. Um, the 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 university is kind of the the, the main show in town, um, and people are passionate about it. You know, and then you put on the the winter. You know, there's not much going on in Iowa in the winter. You know, right. It's, uh, so I mean, they they really are uh, they're really into wrestling. You could see it in their in their. Uh, and the way they cover the sport, you know, like it's probably a lot different at, at Iowa. If you look at, if you just took the Iowa City Gazette, right, let's say the Iowa City Gazette, and you, and you compared it to like, a, I don't even know what would be the a, a local paper in Manhattan for like a Columbia wrestling team or, or Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Drexel. I mean, the way that they cover the, the sport is just like very impressive, you know. I would say Stillwater is the same way. You know stillwater you you notice the same way um I guess the the the, the big difference is maybe the the, the amount that, yeah and I, I would, yeah you are kind of like Iowa City you do feel kind of like a superstar when you're have you stayed
0: involved there. um have you stayed involved at all with those two programs
1: yeah i mean i've I've gone up to Iowa City like a few times to to uh the training camp I moved back to Iowa city after I after this whole thing, I've spent like two years there as kind of like, I guess, a club athlete. Um, After I graduated from Oklahoma State, I moved to Colorado and I trained at the training center. And then when Terry Brands went back to Iowa City, I went with him, stayed there for about a couple of years. And then I kind of injured my knee, so I I took a coaching job at Lehigh. So I was back there kind of as a, as a, I guess, I wouldn't say a coach, but an older guy helping out the team, you know.
3: And was uh, was Zach Ray there when you were at um, Lehigh? Was he a guy that you were working with?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, the two years I coached at Lehigh was his junior and senior year. Oh, the year nice. He won it in the year he took second. Yeah, he was tough, man. He was tough. What's he doing these days? Do you know? He, I believe. I mean, I'm. I believe he's coaching at Lehigh. He's kind of like a okay. big man coach. He wrestled for the LVAC for a few years. I don't yeah. think he's competing anymore in freestyle, but he's a full time coach now on staff at the university.
2: They got oh, a cool, great. So.
0: They got a great kid in Hines, huh? From I was Osceola. just going
3: to say Malik Hines from Osceola is at uh, Lehigh, so he'll get yeah. to uh, he'll get to benefit um, from from Zach rafe if if he works with any of the smaller guys. But
0: do you, uh, um, do you um do you I know a lot of clubs so uh, I don't know kids are on vacation with their parents. You welcome them to come down and and get in there. Do you have a uh, an open door policy or do they have to be yeah.
1: members yeah we, we have a lot of kids come in from from you know we, we live in this awesome place you know that people come for vacation so we we do get a lot of uh, kids down from and it, and it's great for our kids you know it's great for our local kids that you know wrestle with some guys from new york that are here for the week you know new jersey all, all the i mean any state we get them from all over we just had a uh, right before the quarantine um we had this 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 a uh, family from Michigan that came down with, with their two kids. But we, from time to time, especially during the holidays, we'll just get a bunch of drop-ins from all different states coming to the club to train and stuff. It's pretty cool.
3: Let me ask you this, Steve. So when you first started the club, um, a few years, how, how many years is it now that that it's been going?
1: I think we started on Sundays five years ago. And now, okay. you know, weekdays and just like a full schedule, we're about four years in. So my question is, with,
3: with the club, do you find that you're getting a lot of cooperation from the high school coaches as far as I'm sending them to you? Or, or I wouldn't say allowing, but I guess I would have to say allowing because a lot of coaches, you know, kind of have some egos and they don't want their kids training with anyone else. Why a coach would not want their kid training with you is beyond me. But do you find that um, you're getting a lot of cooperation um, as opposed to, you know, the coaches not wanting their kids to go there?
1: I mean you're seeing you're seeing um you're seeing a I, I feel like um the club system in, in Florida, maybe just South Florida, you know, uh is 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 like I'm 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 comparing it to like a New Jersey or Pennsylvania where where yeah. a club system is, is established. High school coaches know that in the off season they're gonna go to a club to train with the kids. You know what I mean? Like uh Yep, absolutely not, not train them in the school. I, I feel like since we started the club, you're seeing a lot more of that. I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. But like our club in particular, kind of like because we're not affiliated with a high school, maybe right, right. Or affiliated with any school, we tend to have more youth numbers than high school yeah. kids. Okay. But it seem it seems like in the off season is when our numbers go up in high school. Uh, in season, we kind of let them do their thing. We, you know, like it's it's hard for them to get from, you know, unless they're in the, in the really close surrounding towns, which, which those teams will see. We'll see like Coral Springs teams and, and, and yeah. certain teams and like. Douglas. York, yeah, Douglas, the guys like this that could make it right after practice. Yeah. But at the same time, if they have a tournament coming up, like we, we definitely don't put any expectations on the high school in season. You know, right, right. We're, we're getting to the point. I, I think when we first started the club, most of the teams in this area, trained in-season, off-season, they played other sports. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like occasionally, some kids trained year-round, and those were the standout kids of that course. did really well. Hey, right? can,
2: you, can
0: you just, my son has to go to virtual class, but he wanted to say hi.
1: There he is. Hey, how's it going?
0: He, he's the one that taught me all about you. I showed him. He's like, yeah, I want the video. Nice. Any questions for him? Hey, he just woke up. He's a teenager. He's like, I'm going. I gotta to go to school, but he yeah. wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. And
3: you cool. let the cat out. Um, so Steve, you um, you met your wife at Iowa or Oklahoma State? We met at Iowa. At Iowa, yeah. and she she too was a Division one athlete, right? Yeah. What did she do? What was her sport? She did track.
1: She Did nice. the half It's like the multi event, and then her she yeah. did uh two hundred hurdles.
3: Wow so so needless to say your your kids have some pretty good athletic genes going on there
1: they They yeah. should be okay they should okay.
0: be okay
1: the boys are doing great yeah they're doing good they're doing good
0: what, what would you say about um so you you wrestled and grew up in in like the heartland of wrestling in New Jersey, and now you've been growing florida wrestling um where Where do you think florida wrestling has has gotten to on comparison to the levels of the of the larger states and where can it go
1: and I, I think I think uh, Florida' is like doing doing awesome man like I, I think like since I've lived in Florida and I'm sure it started way before that and and but since I lived in Florida it seems like wrestling is is definitely growing a lot and yeah se- seems like it's it, it's heading in a, in a great direction you know um, you know like I, I think I think some of the things that that could 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 uh help maybe is like getting kids out a little younger and in, in not not obviously we have a lot of great youth coming out of Florida for sure you know I think we're on par the youth kids coming out you know with with any states like if we had to pick our best kid and they pick their best kid I think we're we're we can compete with any state you know, absolutely
3: regardless. I've yeah. said that for years our best versus anybody else's best we're right there and we've proven that Time yeah. and time again. It's just we're not as deep as a Pennsylvania. That,
1: that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. if we could get the youth kids out, gen, like general numbers, get the, the general numbers out and, and, and have the, the, just the, the, the depth, you know, I think that would help our depth. Well, so, like, you know, how, how many kids, were you think in Palm Beach County and, 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 and Broward, you know, like these two counties, their first year wrestlers their freshman year in high school.
3: A lot. Too
1: many. Yeah, too if you many. had to put a percentage on it, just a ballpark, you know.
3: I would probably say at least 50. At least. Yeah. At least.
1: Yeah. So that, that's, that, that's what I would think, too. You know, it's, a high, would, it's a high number. It's a high number. Um, I think the level of wrestling, the level of officiating, the level of coaching would go up if that number was, you know, twenty-five. if 75% right. of the kids wrestled then junior high. And then, yep. then went on. You know,
0: well, let's it's, talk about some of the best kids that are at these prep schools, and they're all Florida kids.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, true. I mean, look, a couple, a few years back, um, a third of Blair's starting lineup was from Florida. You had yeah. Singletary. You had uh, uh, Zach Sherman. Um, you had Julian Ramirez. You had um, Nick Mosco. I mean. That's four kids right there, and there's another yeah. one that I'm forgetting that was there. Oh, uh, Leo Tarantino from Tampa Prep. I mean, five guys out of Florida, that, that's, that speaks yeah. volumes.
0: They got a pretty good kid there right now that's like a seventh grader or something or eighth grader, and he's... Oh, yeah. That was already a world champ. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's uh, McGowan. Yeah. McGowan? Mark, An- Mark yeah.
3: Anthony McGowan.
1: Yep. Does, right? Yep. No, no, yep. we have kids there that are like... I mean, you know, like Florida's a big state, but but... There, our youth wrestling is is uh you see it now with like you know i'm involved with uh you know uh team florida and freestyle and greco and yep usa wrestling and and you see it a lot like our kids coming out like wrestled freestyle a year you know and they they go on a schoolboy team and they you know they go like seven and seven and two you know like it's 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 really impressive like we have the athletes uh we have the kids that that uh want to wrestle a good competitive drive and they commit to it
0: we just had one of the what is the what is the large club that we just had from new jersey that's coming down here
3: oh scorpions oh yeah so yeah, I mean,
2: scorpions.
0: great to yeah. See. I'm, I'm sure that's great to see clubs like that moving into the state that's just going to grow the sport and it seems like you guys as far as club owners and wrestling and i've i've just learned this over the last couple of years it's like you guys welcome everybody. It's like a family. It's not like oh yeah. you guys, I, I never hear like, oh, no, you can't come train at our gym. Stay away. Like if you're here and and, and you're, you are you want to come roll around, man, you're welcome. It, it's like family. I, is that am I incorrect in saying that? That's no, you're what I right.
1: You're right. Yeah, absolutely. No, you, yeah. You, you, see, you see it. You see it a lot all up and down the levels. Pretty cool.
3: Wrestling is a tight-knit community, and I think the main reason for that is because of that common bond of the grind. You know, when you're a wrestler and you meet another wrestler, you guys just know. You know what you've been through, and it's just instant bond. It's an instant respect, and I think that's where the tight-knit comes from, um, just from the, the instant respect, because wrestling is like no other sport out there. I mean, it's just not, man. It's, it's a totally different animal. And uh, so you have instant respect there. So that's why.
0: I was talking to, was it Alan, Either Alan held yesterday or Boog. And I said, I've seen kids over the last couple of years that are the best football player on the high school team or the best, whatever. They've been the best at whatever sport they're in their entire life, bar none, they're great. And they decide they want to come into the wrestling room and they want to wrestle. And now it's, we're five matches in and they've been pinned in a total of two and a half minutes. You know, all together, and their dad is upset, and the kids like, man, and, I, and I'm just looking at them, going, yeah, welcome to wrestling, because yeah. you can be the greatest at anything you want to do, but when you come here, you're you're average until yeah. you, <laughs> Til,
3: yeah, until they learn a little bit. So, Steve, talk a little bit about uh, what your position is with uh, Florida Amateur Wrestling, Fawa and USA Wrestling, and, you know, where you're at right now, where, where Fawa is going, and what, what they're doing right now. Talk a little bit about that.
1: So, we we, uh, we had to cancel our folk style states, you know, it was supposed to be the week after the the high school high states. High school, yeah, yeah. And now we've postponed our freestyle and Greco season, you know, due to this, whole thing and and you know we're all we're all just sitting by you know we're 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 sitting by and trying to figure out what this is going to look like when the smoke settles you know like that's what what everybody's interested in we got some great people that are coming up with ideas um and and you know we're, 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 we're real curious and we're open to what anybody else thinks you know like if anybody has any ideas of how we could Get this thing up and running, and 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 to put out a a, a good format, a good a good uh, you know, you know tournament series, or I don't I don't know what it, I don't know what it's going to look like, you know, like this is, this is this is something that as a community we got to come together and, and figure it out, and you know I mean who who, who you know I, I think this will affect our sport a lot. This whole thing that's going on now, um, you know, even the high school season, you know, like how 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 do they go about? Having their their uh, matches is it is it no fans is it you know in wrestling room one way class at a time uh, wow this is this is the things that uh, you know we're we're trying to trying to look at I guess you know and I was
0: asking Ricky and and uh, and I would ask you Ricky and and you um, I know that some clubs have said they can do kind of one on one privates right now just because it's just one on one but. Nobody knows what the new norm is going to be. Like, is it going to be parents have to stay in the car? Only kids can come in the gym. Is it ten kids at a time can do practice? Is it is it only going to be one on ones? Are we going to have to test temperatures before people come in? I mean, what does it look like? Are the days of three hundred kids at a rumble done? I
3: I think that's still a mystery at that at this point. We like Steve said, we kind of have to wait for the for the dust to settle, the smoke to clear, and kind of figure it out i mean i don't see anything happening i mean within the next month or two at least i don't know
1: yeah that's what it's it's, it's looking that way i mean i i think you know like obviously um uh, you know i i think usa wrestling i mean i could speak on that is um you know like all the way up through kids nationals which is kind of like the end of the freestyle season has been postponed you know as of now you know um uh now does that mean that we could be up and running again before that and they could you know reschedule that event maybe but you know it's hard it'd be hard for you know florida guys even though we always bring a bunch of them to wisconsin to wrestle yeah um but you know like this is this this opens up a you know we we got we got kids that love to wrestle that love to compete in the state and we're just going to try and figure out ways um to get them exposure and, and and to grow for another year in freestyling, Greco, uh, whether it's a lot of in-state rumbles or uh, training camps with, with mini tournaments at the end of them, or or uh, maybe club duels or, or or local area duels, you know, like kind of how we've done in the past, maybe make like a an area duels, uh, you know, uh, tournament series where where you, you know you wrestle for South Florida, they wrestle Central or or if we could clubs, you know, but uh, get, you know, like what I'm looking at is trying to get these these kids, our core freestyle guys, you know, it'd be great if they could get 20 freestyle matches in before next freestyle season just to, or, and Greco too, you know, I, I'm not a Greco guy, I like the foot street, but I don't want to forget about Greco either. <laughs> you know, Sean Shelby will be on me. I forget about talking about Greco, but, you know, uh, uh, but, but no, these guys need experience. They need matches, especially if we're going to compete, you know, nationally. If if when we when if and when you know like we get the the green light to do so, whether that's this year or next year, you know, um, you know, anybody out there has any ideas or or, or uh, can pull the trigger on it, um, please reach out to me. Let me know. You know, and take it to our. We 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 got some great people in our organization trying to come up with ideas, but we're definitely open-minded about it so I, I, yeah what
3: is what is your position steve what is your actual title at fawa right now
1: state the, chairman I'm the, or? yeah i'm the state chairman um nice for for the organization which really means you know like you know how uh it works is that there's a board um yep so basically i'm i i'm the chairman and and i, and I can preside over the meetings i really don't vote the board votes we can present stuff and we can make committees and stuff like that and, we're we're at the point now where we have some really great people involved and uh, good good you know it's, it's, you know I feel like we could I I feel like we were chomping at the bit before this thing hit we had some great ideas in the works and and some stuff to go on but when this hit it kind of stalled us out like it did a lot of people you know so so uh, no we're looking forward to this to to figure out and and in the folk season folk style season I'm sure a lot of coaches are feeling the same way you know like what is a what does the state championship look like next year? You know, what is the right? Uh, the, what's a big high school wrestling tournament? I guess the knockout. Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah. So what does the knockout look like next year? You know, like, you know, would you?
0: Um, well, I talked to some uh, I've talked to some uh, high school coaches and they also have clubs that are around your area. Uh, Broward County, Dade County, Palm Beach County, South Florida area there. and. Yeah. um a lot of them aren't going to have a club to train their kids in because the high schools aren't going to allow anybody in there probably through the summer. So um, are there a lot of yourself included clubs in the area that are off of high school grounds that that would welcome these coaches to bring their kids in and, and give them a place to train?
1: And to tell you the truth, uh, a lot of the clubs in this area are or any club in the area that, that, that's affiliated with a high school that, that doesn't have a place to train, um, I mean, it'd be more than welcome in our facility as soon as we get the green light with our, you know, like right now we can't hold practices because we're not covered, you know. Um, right. But as soon as we, you know, the USA Wrestling or, 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 or our insurance provider can cover us, we'll be having practices, you know.
0: And that's good for people to hear. That's why I wanted to ask. And then... Um... So back to wrestling. So you've won on every level and, um, and pretty cool was. So talk about the experience of, of being a state champ, a high school state or national champ, a college national champ, and then actually being at the Olympics and, and experiencing that. What, I mean, just what, what are some moments that are the most memorable for you? Maybe matches, experiences at, at each level?
1: Uh, you know, like um, I think, you know, like a lot, I wrestle. I was lucky enough to wrestle with a lot of good coaches. You know, even in high school, college, even after college. Uh, the most memorable times I've had wrestling, I think, is you know, I've had some some really great matches, but the ones that really stick with you are the ones that you kind of fell short on. You know, um, you know those. That's those what are that's what that Nordstrom kind of said. Fit.
0: At North oh, yeah. I everybody. I talked to Scotty Sentes at Campbell. He went two hundred and fifteen yeah. and three in high school. And I said, yeah. "What do you What do you remember the most?" He says, "Those damn three.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And man. I think that the, those build you. You know, those build you. Leading, you know, that's how you you win every match. It's really hard to stay to stay. Uh, yeah. You know, to stay at that level. You know, but but what the, was the your men-
3: record in high school, Steve? What was your record? Your high school record? Do you remember?
1: Man, I, I don't remember. I know I had one loss. That was it? Just one? Who was it, yeah. too? It was 2 a kid from New York in a duel meet. Do you remember his name? No, I don't remember. His yeah, name. but you see, you see, he
0: doesn't remember how many he won, but he knows that one he lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did was, that kid ever wind up? It was I tough one, up? too, man. I, I, I hit, I, we got into a, a full scramble. It was a big kid, and I was, a, you know, a young heavyweight freshman, but he was a senior. Uh, Played football in college. He uh, I, I we got into a scramble. My team also, we were down by five. I went for a throw, like a uh, a kind of a trip, but belly to belly, and then he kind okay. of big burden on me, you know.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: so he went, he
3: didn't wrestle in college, he went on to play football.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. So
3: I, I didn't mean to cut you off and, and ask your record. Um, so you were talking about the you, you remember just kind of the the losses. Um, so, I guess, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, those, 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 what would you, the what would you tell
0: a young kid that, uh, that is coming up in wrestling what, what it was like to wear that USA uniform and, and walk through that parade and, and present, you know, wear our colors around the world? I mean, that's to any kid that, that is living this dream, that's got to be the pinnacle.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it when you're going through it, it, it it's, uh, you're focused on the on the tournament, and and you're focused on uh, your matches, and then uh, you know like, uh, you know like uh, since I was younger, I wanted to wrestle there and I wanted to win it, you know. And then after the event, it was kind of anticlimactic for me, you know, like I kind of fell a little short, and uh, you know, but but more time that comes back now and looking at pictures and 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 uh, hanging out, it's a great memory. But but every level of wrestling, I think like. The relationships you build along the way kind of like you 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 build like real good friendships you know whether it's high school college youth yeah uh, I'm, I'm in friends with a lot i'm a, i've stayed in contact with a lot of the guys you know that that uh and we're we're, we're, we're real tight and there's a weird it's a weird thing like even if you don't get along with them necessarily yeah you, you, you'll be good pretty good friends with them later on you know like you don't see that in other sports and you don't see that kind of in everyday life you know you have someone that you have nothing in common with but you know you went through a hard season together you trained every day you drilled every day the whole yep. the whole year you kind of got like a, a real a real friend there you're probably not going to hang out with him that much but it, if he called you and needed something you, you, you'd you be there for him you know those, <laughs> those are the those are really good memories of, that
0: go ahead ricky why don't you take us home through this uh conversation i know you got to be in work at 10. yeah i got
3: i got a meeting in like Th- three or four minutes so all right steve i'm gonna hit you with the 10 questions we do this with every guest we have on the show it's uh i'm gonna ask you 10 questions in 10 seconds it's just a one-word answer you ready yeah all right folk style or freestyle Folk style. headgear or no headgear no headgear singlet or two-piece singlet ice cream cake or birthday cake birthday cake Wow. Salt water or fresh water? Salt water. Wrap or country? Country. Car or pickup truck? Pickup truck. Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? Popeyes. Ocean or swimming pool? Ocean. All right, and here's our newest question. Saturday night or Sunday afternoon?
1: Sunday
0: afternoon. (laughs) I got one. The octagon or the circle? What's that? The octagon or the mat? The mat. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man.
3: Steve, thank you so much for coming no, no on problem. and being a guest. We, we really loved having you. Uh, everybody that I talk to uh, just loves having Steve Mako in the state of Florida. We feel so fortunate and so yeah. lucky to have you. Not only are you a great coach, but just a great person with a great family. And we just love you, man.
1: Thanks. Thanks, Ricky.
0: Yeah, man. man, And Jake. we I appreciate also have uh, you. We welcome any of your wrestlers, fighters, team members want to want to get their voice out there and and get on here. Just please share my link with them. Let them know we're here anytime.
1: All right, right on, man. Thanks. All right, guys. Have a great day, Steve. Take it See easy, guys. guys. All right, bye bye.